In today's video, I'm going to talk about one of those skills, one of those skill sets that really will improve just about every single area of your life, and that is emotional control. And I think this video, this concept will be particularly relevant, particularly valuable for anyone out there struggling with jealousy and possessiveness in their relationships. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So what is emotional control? My own definition of emotional control is simply not letting your emotions control you, which might sound kind of trite and obvious, until you realize that I think many people in the world, and certainly myself in, in certain moments of my life, can be guilty of letting our emotions control us. We may think that we're running the show, but really our anger or our sadness or whatever is controlling the actions we're taking, is controlling the words we're speaking. You get the idea. Emotional control is not letting that happen. Emotional control does not mean not experiencing emotions. And I think this is one of the things that people get wrong about emotional control. People think that to have emotional control means you need to be this kind of robot with no inner world and no you know, anger ever, no sadness, no joy. And that's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm simply talking about being aware of your emotions, making decisions based on your emotions sometimes, without letting your emotions take over your life, without letting your emotions control you, and without your emotions leading you to take actions and make decisions that cause future regret. So why is this important? Because people who lose emotional control get themselves into all kinds of really terrible, really challenging situations. Most of the people in prison, I would imagine, or at least a, a sizable chunk of them, let their emotions get the better of them in certain moments and look what happens. That's an extreme example, but you know, I'm sure most of the people watching this video can relate to having one of those moments, maybe a fight with your partner or a fight with your kids or whatever, where you lose control of your emotions and it causes you to act in ways or maybe say things that half an hour, an hour, maybe a day later, you look back and seriously regret. So needless to say, emotional control is something that is truly, truly valuable and a skill that is worth spending some serious time working on. When we talk about emotional control, I think it's also worth drawing a distinction between emotional suppression and emotional control. So emotional suppression is experiencing an emotion and trying to deny that it's even there, trying to ignore the reality of your experience of this emotion. It's experiencing real anger and guilting yourself for feeling anger and trying to just kind of push it down or worse, act like it's not there. And as I often say on this channel and elsewhere, what is suppressed eventually needs to be expressed. That emotion, that energy isn't going anywhere. It needs to have some kind of a witness. It needs to have some kind of expression, which I'll come to in a moment. But the point is don't confuse emotional control with emotional suppression. Emotional suppression doesn't work you know, sometimes it can work in the short term, but it certainly isn't going to work long term. So some thoughts on how to achieve emotional control. Number one, I'll come back to what I said a moment ago. Don't try to deny the reality of whatever it is you're experiencing in the moment. If you're experiencing anger, you can acknowledge that to yourself. If you're experiencing hurt or fear or sadness or dread or anxiety, whatever it is, don't try to act like that isn't there. But before you make any decisions based on it, and by decision based on it, I mean before you say something or before you express yourself physically perhaps, before you make any decision based on it, simply pause, take a breath and acknowledge its existence. Try to become aware of your inner world, which can take time for some of us. But if you can, try to note what you're feeling rather than making any decision based on it. 
with practice, it becomes easy, even in you know, moments of anger or frustration, to simply take a breath and pause and be like, wow, I'm really angry right now. <laughs> this, this situation is really upsetting me. I'm really hurt by what that person said, or I'm really disappointed in what my partner just said to me, or whatever it is. But there's a difference, again, between noting that anger or that hurt or whatever, and making bad decisions based on it. And to make this even more clear, I think pausing and taking a deep breath can go a long way when you're trying to exercise your ability to have emotional control, when you're trying to work on your emotional control. So much of our problems in life really would be solved if in the moment we could simply pause, take a deep breath, and just take a little beat before making some irrational and perhaps destructive decision based on whatever emotion we're experiencing at the time. Because as I often tell people struggling with intrusive thoughts, the thought and your reaction to the thought are two separate things. They are not tied up, you know, inextricably linked in any way. And thus, there's a decision to be made there in terms of choosing your perspective on the thought, dealing with the thought, how you want to respond to it, and all the rest. Emotions and emotional control works in a similar way. So here's the emotion. But your reaction, what you actually do with that emotional energy, is entirely your choice. Your reaction, the choice that you make with that energy, is not bound up in that energy itself. We can experience great pain, great anger, great joy, great happiness, whatever you're experiencing, without making irrational bad decisions based on it. Remember also that you don't have to believe every thought you have, and you also don't have to necessarily trust each and every emotion you have. I don't know about you, but I've had certain moments in my life, including very recently, when I felt a little hurt, or I felt a little angry, or I felt a little disappointed or whatever, and once I paused, took a deep breath, and got a little distance from the situation, I realized that my feelings were my feelings. I'm not going to deny that they were there, but my emotions weren't taking into account the entire situation. In other words, maybe my anger or my disappointment or my fear or my hurt were a little short-sighted. My emotion was not based on the entire reality of the situation, was not based on what was really going on. And once again, this is why pausing, taking a deep breath, and just taking a minute before you make any decision based on your emotion is so powerful. If you're struggling with emotional control, in particular negative, you know, negative emotions in air quotes, such as anger or fear or hurt or pain or whatever, a good question to come back to, to kind of get some perspective on what you're feeling, is a question that I throw at you on this channel all the time, which is, what is the fear? There is some experience of fear behind just about every single negative emotion. Some question, some trepidation, some experience of fear, even if it's irrational, behind just about every single negative feeling that we might have. And as I say all the time, once we become clear what we're fearful of, it suddenly becomes less so. We need to get a picture of our fear. We need to get clear on exactly what we're fearful of because that simple step goes a long way towards transcending that fear. Another question on the topic of emotional control is remember that emotions are simply a form of energy like anything else. And energy can be neither created nor destroyed. It can merely change forms. So the question is, the obvious question is, what are you going to do with this energy? If you're feeling angry, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling hurt, whatever you're feeling, there is some positive use of that energy. That energy needs to go somewhere, and we often channel our energy in these moments into, let's say, bad choices, such as maybe yelling at our partner or saying something we regret or you know, losing our, our cool in, in a fit of road rage. Whatever it is, we often channel that energy into unproductive directions, 
So obviously a better choice is to do something different with that energy. There are a million examples of what you can do with negative emotional energy. Some of this can simply be exercised physically. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have some great workouts sometimes when I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling upset about something. You can channel that into good energy. You can channel that into a good direction, like a physical workout, for example. You can express yourself creatively. You can simply journal or you can write a poem or you can do whatever you want. The point is, make sure you're making deliberate decisions in terms of what you're doing with this energy. Don't let this energy control you, because if you give it a chance to control you, it will. It's a much better choice to simply pause, take stock of what you're feeling, identify what you're feeling, and decide to do something better with that energy. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.